0: Hey, this is Candia Raquel, founder of Centro de Poder, and you are at the Sensual Sessions podcast, the place to overcome inhibition and explore sensing pleasure through your senses. And if you haven't get the free guide to awaken sensuality, please go to www.centrodepoder.com and grab it now. Today we have a have a very special guest. This is Ife McCormack. Welcome, Ife. So happy to have you here.
1: Encantada. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I love what you do and what you talk about, so I'm really happy to to be here and share my my story.
0: Yeah, I'm very happy and very encantada (laughs) to have you here too. And also curious about How was that moment in your story when you decided to dive deeper into into sensing the body, into paying attention, not only to the rational mind, but to to how you're doing uh, in in a sensitive way?
1: Yeah, this is really interesting. Well, first of all, I am a highly sensitive woman, highly, highly sensitive and an empath. So I... (laughs) I'm a mind-body coach, and I work with highly sensitive women, usually. And I help them to to heal from chronic pain, uh, chronic illness, anxiety, and depression. And it's all because of this moment that you've asked me about that I will share with you. So basically, I'm a very feeling person. Everything's very, I feel and sense everything... You know, lights, sound, people's energies, like fabrics, everything has always been very, very amplified for me. But I was born into a world that that valued insensitivity, right? Most of us were. Yes. We were born into this world that valued like the machismo, right? Yes. The the tough guy with the the mean, you know, the the bad boy or whatever. This this. This kind of, um, that's what confidence was. That's what I was fed as a culture. What confidence was, what it meant to thrive, was to be insensitive. So I learned to kind of set this, or shut down all of my, my gifts that were my highly sensitivity and also just shut down my feelings, my my senses, especially pleasure Yes. because of my cultural like I'm Irish but I and so there's definitely Irish woman cultural like um, you know beliefs and 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 habits like we should you know not make a fuss and don't ask for our needs and you know pleasure is shameful our bodies are shameful vanity is shameful and um, and don't have, don't show your needs. Don't have your needs met. Just don't make a fuss. Blend in. So that is a really stressful environment, internal world to be living in. Um, you're getting all this information as a sensitive person. and You've just cut yourself off. You've numbed yourself out from, and then you're trying to live a life where you have needs and that need to be met—emotional, physical. But you're you're shutting them down also, so you're kind of a bit. To be honest, I have a photo of myself that I was sharing on social media, and the light is out in my eyes. I'm literally I'm a bit dead. Muerta. Muerta. Um. Muerta. See, and um. So obviously, this stress that was being generated, um. It was manifesting in my body as illness, and as a child, I would have sore stomach pains. I would even get high fevers. My body would go into temperature. Um, I had low immune system. I get cold sores, like all up my nose, and I was really stressed. But at the time, uh, the, this kind of uh, medicine and healing only looked to the body it wasn't looking really to the emotions so even though I also had hippie parents and they were also doctors and hippies and so I had a very privileged I was in a uniquely privileged position where I had access to the best like conventional uh, medicine and I also had access to a lot of holistic and um, alternative practices and even though I had that I was going to Chinese herbalists and homeopaths and healers from a young age and doctors I still found myself age 32 and I was sicker than ever even though I was I was you know I was put on all the um diet protocols they're like no wheat no gluten no dairy and I I had done everything I had a Tibetan meditation practice I was just doing all the right things and there I was with no light in my eyes I had to go on disability benefits my parents were essentially my carers I had fibromyalgia IBS allergic to foods um I was really suicidal. I was really scared. And I I then basically someone sent me this link to the mind-body connection. Something about the mind-body connection, right? And like that's that's something that's been passed around a bit, like mind and body, mind, body, soul, mind-body, you think like you'd think I would know, right? I'd studied holistic therapy. I had all this. You'd think I would get it. You'd think the penny would have dropped. But there was just this little essential missing piece of the puzzle for me. And when I watched this video by this doctor, Dr. Howard Schubiner, um, I've done an interview with him on my YouTube channel. I'll give you the link for it because he's just such a wonderful doctor. I'll post it. Yeah. And he. so he he was talking about essentially the biology of stress and how these what well, i talked about at the beginning like these these beliefs that i had i had shut down my senses i was not allowing myself pleasure and play and i was riddled with guilt and shame and and all these things were were actually at the root of very serious chronic incurable illnesses that I had been trying to navigate life with for so long so this was the moment for me this 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 very simple and it was just such an essential missing piece of the puzzle for me and and from that moment on things began to just completely unravel I started healing all these symptoms that I'd had for my whole life in my body and that I was told I had to live with that I was told, you know, everyone lives with pain, just suck it up, get on with it. They just started to heal. I started to feel happier and brighter and lighter and uh, have more energy than than ever before. I was able to eat foods that I hadn't eaten in 6 years. I was eating sugar, I was eating pizza, just things I had become scared of through their like health, you know, trying to be healthy, the uh, health industry. So for me it was really this this information once this information really sank in then things started to change but then it was just a journey to to really finding ways that I can um come back to myself essentially get to know myself again the real me without all the things I learned and about myself and all the beliefs I had about myself and I started to literally get come back into my body imagine all the kind of experiences I just went out it was like I just left the building and then what, that's why I had no light in my eyes my soul was just like she so started to come back to life um, yeah. and now I just continue to practice this, the same things over and over again to continue to bring more life and pleasure and play and healing into my my
0: body yes pleasure play and healing into the body Yes, I'm sure a lot of the centralists here, as well as myself, can relate to your story that we are not welcomed in this society as highly sensitive people, not even as mildly sensitive people like hustle, pushing, harder, striving, aggressiveness. It's what's valued in this like, yeah, patriarchal and limiting society and the outcome, it's evident being in the sixth massive extinction. Like there's no value to to the natural ways and the natural rhythms. And it's so important that you are creating these spaces to reconnect with, with the body and the sensitivity and give place to this because it's the essence of life itself. And like you mentioned, you had no light. In, in your eyes like the vitality was gone so in a way you were not dead but you were just not not really alive you were just not dead hanging hanging on and like it's great that you hang on for so long but you shouldn't have to wait 32 years and maybe some of the people that is listening to us like this is the first encounter to to just listen that there's a a possibility a different way to to be safer at our home that is our body and also to to adjust what is around us in order for for our sensitive gifts to be fully expressed and yeah this is this is exactly. this is great that there are like more possibilities now but still it's it's a very heavy weight to, to deal with, with society, deal with aggression, deal with a lot of stuff. So my, my next question is a little bit about that, like how you deal, like we already know that the solution is not to get into a suit of armor because you turn off the sensitivity and the emotions and it's just like sending your heart the safety box but then like how are you gonna move forward without like something to pump your blood your passion and stuff so how how you deal with with this tremendous challenge of going through spaces that are not so welcoming to sensitivity say you go to a networking event or you travel and you meet like or you get into, I don't know, the subway. It happens to me that I, I go out and I want to run back to my cave where I am protected and safe and no one bothers me because being a sponge or a spongy uh, an absorbing thing <laughs> uh, has this downfall. So yeah, H- how you manage to be in, in the world as a sensitive person.
1: I love this. I love this question. I love how you described everything as well. So first of all, I love what you said. We we put on these armors and we put our our heart and our soul like pack it away into this tiny little safe box because that was that was actually a really smart thing to do back then and yeah. um, and it was it was just the only thing we could do but but what that's done is it's it's weakened it's weakened you like and I don't mean to like scare anyone by saying that but it's weakened you and and for me I was really sick and I was really fragile and anything could take me down the wind could blow me over and a, a crumb of gluten could flare me up for for weeks and and um so like you said I had no vitality and joy and strength so it's really an inside job it's really 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 an inside job and you just so you just start to I mean this is what I teach my clients but first of all like there's just so many um things that you need to like deactivate to say like symptoms fears triggers like all these things that have like got you kind of like you know scared of the world maybe this is how i was i'm angry frustrated with the world all these different triggers um there's a specific tools that you can use to start to deactivate them then also a huge part of this is to actually um i teach my clients how to see themselves in a totally new light okay so a lot of the women who come to me they're full of shame and guilt and and they feel like failures. Like, you know, I wasn't able, I was never really able to hold down a job because of my sensitivity. Actually, I couldn't work like 70 hours a week and push and push and push. I was always getting sick. So I had to go on disability. Um and I was, you know, riddled by guilt of the past. Um, I really had very low self-esteem. I had a very very poor thoughts and and ideas about myself. Um so there's just this like specific tools that I teach my clients. There's probably lots of different ways you can do this, but you you got to change how you see yourself. Like I call it going from zero to hero. Like you are like you're incredibly resilient for instance. If you've been living with chronic pain, chronic illness, you the fact that you're still here like kudos to you like you're incredibly resilient you're determined you um can be proud of yourself for like how you've stuck around like there's just so many things you you genuinely are just not seeing about yourself because like all the negative stuff is over, over overriding it and you see already this will start to this gets your heart pumping again the blood flowing again the soul is starting to light up again and you start to get stronger um and then you start to see when you come out of tunnel, you start to come out, when you're in fight or flight or stress, you're in tunnel vision. All you see is all the pain and the suffering of yourself and 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 how stuck you are. And you start to see that there are these limiting beliefs that we spoke about, like you know always being the caretaker, not having boundaries, um, uh, perfectionism, people pleasing, um, not being able to speak up, not knowing your needs, how to get them met that there's all these little sneaky little broken beliefs that are hiding out in your subconscious. And when you start to come out of fight or flight and you can see more, you start to see, you're like, oh my God, oh my God, that's popping up. That, that pops up everywhere in my life. Da, da, da. And then you can start to ch- make very direct changes around those those patterns. And I call these health stress- stressors. And I never would have like um correlated these patterns I had I thought it was just me and my personality that I would never would have correlated them with my physical illnesses Um, and I'm like okay so this is really really interesting and this is where you really start to see change in your life and it's all an inside job so this is all your inside job but then what happens imagine it's like a ripple effect you start to get stronger you start to get more um, your self worth starts growing, so you naturally have better boundaries, and you start to see that you thought what you thought was just your personality is actually incorrect and um, like misguided, broken beliefs about yourself. You start to break through them, and you start to navigate life in a new way, and that can look any way. Like everyone's so different, even like the sensitive people we're all so different so you really just truly start to navigate life in a new way where like you've come back to life you you realize you do have things to say you realize you're not okay with a lot of things that are happening around you and you start to have a boundary here or there you start to have an uncomfortable conversation and and that just flows very naturally I always say like it starts with the you and then you start growing and growing and getting stronger like a sunflower and then it starts to ripple out. So some of my clients, n- nothing really in their outside world changed. They're still in the same relationships, living in the same house, have the same business. Now, But but so everything looks the same, but it feels totally different. Our relationships are more peaceful, more empowered. Their business is thriving, Right. But then other clients, they're like, start doing this work, and they leave their job, they end a relationship, they, you know, and everything on the outer world does change. So it's really so unique to everyone's circumstance, but it always just starts with start with the, that inside job. And those three um, kind of tools that I told you about. um, And then then you're really living life to be honest then you're really having a fun time creating you're no longer making the same mistakes having the same relationships having the same problems you're now like you're living from a different plane and then you're it's really fun because you are just getting to know yourself for the first time your you know true authentic self and and those sensitivities it's like I am still feel like I'm on such a magic carpet ride of of what what my needs are, what my boundaries are, what my limits are. Sometimes you know, um, and sometimes staying in your cave is just exactly what you need, and you don't want want to be around people. But you know, I've, um, in 2017, I was suicidal, oh. incurably ill. I was on disability benefits, and I couldn't get out of bed. Uh, in 2021, so then I, f- 2018, found this mind-body connection and started getting to work with it. And by 2021, I started a business. I flew to Bali during the pandemic, lived there um, for a year and a half, came home to Ireland. Now I've moved to Spain. So even though for a highly sensitive person, like new people, new places, new language, like that... It, a business like putting yourself out there all these things I have stretched myself a lot but because I've just constantly been growing this strength within me I'm actually able to do a lot more yes um, and I'm able to stretch myself and see where my limits are and and just continue to grow so it's just that, that's kind of just an example of like, I didn't think I was unable to leave my bed, you know. So, to then shoot off to Bali in a pandemic is a big difference. Um, so
0: yeah, yeah, love, love this story of transformation because that's something that you cannot make up, that you cannot force yourself to, that you cannot fake uh, it until you make it. Like, there's no way that you can go from being suicidal, not not being able to get out of bed, living on on disability benefits, to flying to Bali in the middle of the pandemic, living there in the middle of of that exuberance, and then living now in Mallorca, Spain, being a highly sensitive person. Like, it, it really shows how important is to see oneself, under a bright light and recognize all, all the gifts that you already have. Like understand yourself as a whole with, with a complex characteristic that is hypersensitivity instead of blaming yourself or allowing the external judgment as looking at it as a weakness, Because you're not going to go out and do the things the other people do it by sheer strength and willpower and pushing and being aggressive. But instead, realizing that this thing that could be seen as a weakness, if you shed a bright light on it, it reveals as a true strength of sensitivity because you get direct information of the world through your experience. Like, if you're highly sensitive, you, then, you don't even need to think about it. You know it at a fleshly level. And when you realize that that is actually a strength and a very powerful compass for navigating life and even for navigating complex and challenging situations and helping other people that may be super aggressive and overachiever and whatever, but they lack this nuanced sensitivity of knowing what's the exact moment and the the exact way to to find a way for for prosperity for for a problem to finally get solved for really complex and hard things because that's a skill that one has been like forced to develop that is resilience like in order to be alive after like this gluten intolerance and fibromyalgia and etcetera is because moment by moment you were finding the way where continuity was possible. And that's that's a very important untangible strength that that under this new light allows for, for the self-image to, to change, like not to be ashamed of what is actually a reason to be proud of. And then getting yourself rooted in these strengths in order to set the boundaries that are needed to be set. Like I am not here to adapt and to comply, nor conform with the mainstream societal way of doing things. I actually demand that society adapts to what I need. Like, I am not going to do what the rest of of everyone does, but I am valuable, And, and I need that people act in a different way. And this comes from, not even from a demanding or or imposing way, but from a sincere position of seeing your own gifts as valuable as the gifts of, of others, even though they are not mainstream. So now I am very curious about how has, from then on, Pleasure bloomed in your life. Like, how are you experiencing pleasure and sensuality and movement now that you are like in, back in contact with vitality?
1: <clears throat> I love it. Back in contact, and um, so there. When you have these such intense, debilitating, painful illnesses and diagnoses and symptoms, even like anxiety and depression, you know, they're really just like, they have all of your attention, right? A hundred percent. the They have a hundred percent of your attention. And then with this com- combination of like you were so brilliantly describing this very low value on myself. So I had thought that I was so invaluable and so I really didn't think I deserved to relax and play and laugh and have fun and so it's been a journey on one side deactivating all the 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 symptoms working on literally um like deactivating that neural network and then creating new neural networks of pleasure and play and fun and um you know when i first started this um my mind body healing and i was healing myself i went to france on a holiday with with a friend of mine and you know for 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 years for so long I hadn't eaten gluten. So uh if I did go to France, I was just going to the shop buying my almond milk and my gluten-free oats. And I wasn't I was I was so I was so okay with depriving myself of pleasure and joy. So I slipped into that one real easily. So finding my way out, I, you know, me and my friend, we were eating, I was getting crazy croissants and really focusing like actually intentionally focusing on the pleasure of the food and we got a, a train to italy and we bought some fresh pasta and mushrooms and we made like the most incredible like i'm drooling right now the most incredible pasta dish i've ever tasted garlic butter you know garlic butter and mushrooms in fresh pasta from italy i hadn't drank alcohol in so long i was trying to be so like holy and perfect and the idea of health we drank some you know rose on the on the balcony and really focusing on the pleasure because i had become so fearful of the world fearful of alcohol fearful of gluten fearful i'm like how can i be pure so really it was kind of just this is where it started shifting the focus and then um then we would go to the water and we would get in the sea and we would we would describe to each other how the water felt on our skin. Wow, it feels so fresh. It feels like silky smooth and all these things So we were really, really purposefully and intentionally emphasizing and um, the joy and the pleasure and the sensations because. This, is li- this helped to train my mind with a heightened emotion of like love and fun and laughter and different experiences. It helped to train my mind to focus on on something else. And, to, and I was giving, I was, through doing this, I was building my self-worth because I was telling, through these actions, I was telling myself I am worthy and deserving of great things. I'm worthy and deserving of this nutritious like beautiful um tasty food i am worthy and deserving of of pleasurable experiences and um that's kind of where it all started for me and now i can really tell if i have if i get if i fall into old patterns of overworking and and that there's that old paradigm that old system that i can tell because i start to not feel so good and and my I know rather than starting to google what does it mean a pain in my arm what does it mean what does it mean I know I'm like whoa my stress response is going up and I'm not giving myself enough like pleasure play fun time so I gotta rebalance so I now know um where to go to do those things and the fun thing about this like pleasure and fun is it's different for everyone right so when I when I start this with my clients i get them to write a love list and of course it's really hard for them at first because they're so not used to knowing what gives them pleasure um and create safety for them and they're not used to if they kind of do know they're not used to doing it so we create a love list of all these different things it can be as simple like um drinking a hot chocolate pleasure it can be um you know certain fabrics and like dressing like dressing up like doing your makeup or or playing sports like it's just so different for from person to person but I just get them to write a list of about five to ten things and I and I literally say it's like microdosing pleasure now you you have to make sure you're doing this and when you start to feel really off balance again you go to your list what on this list can I do for myself right now and so like you you mentioned this like fake it till you make it like this is not a fake it till you make it system this is actually growing your own self-worth actually feeding your own soul actually bringing yourself back to life resuscitating yourself yes. back to life and like you said um you've called 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 yourself back i forget how you, how you said it reconnected with yourself reconnecting with yourself and you actually doing it so it's an inside it's an inside job and, and you just discover all these things about yourself that that things that you like and hobbies and interests and things that you think oh it's not I shouldn't do that you know I have clients who who love music who haven't listened to music in years who love dancing who haven't danced in years who love to draw and haven't drawn they're like I'm too busy I'm in too much pain I'm too basically I'm too miserable you know which I get, I, that was me too. But on the one side, we got to deactivate all the pain and misery for sure. Got to start to interrupt it and, and then got to forge these new pathways. So that's kind of the system that I, that it works for me and it works for my clients.
0: Yeah, this this system is is a great tool for all the, the and you too, the, the centralists here. And, you know, it's very different to look at the finger than to look at the moon that the finger is pointing at. So mind-body connection has this trap of getting to know everything about mind-body connection on a rational and discursive level, like knowing, knowing all the theory, having watched all the te- the TED Talks, but the truth is that mind body connection is not about thinking and it's not about doing too much but more of the opposite it's about sensing and about non doing not in in a lazy way but in a way of of non with a certain non directionality and with a more in a way daring approach but in a soft way to immerse yourself in the experience and that's why this playfulness that you mentioned is so important to bring yourself back to life through pleasure and yeah we i'm gonna do my my love letter my love list right away and i i i invite all the sensualists to also like Right now, grab a piece of of paper and pen and just write it down. What you love to do, what makes you feel alive and like embrace a certain discipline to that. Like make sure you have pleasure today, N- not when you finish the project, N- not when you get paid, N- not when you get the standing ovation now it it's a matter of of in a basic level self responsibility and also it's about the the maturity of okay i am i am an adult so i am i am to respond to my own desire and from there be present as whatever role i want to take in society but it has to be sourced from inside with this Sensitive spirit that you share with us as a beautiful strength. So, Aoife, Aoife, tell us how can we know more about your work?
1: So I have I I do run regular free workshops where I teach these tools. Um uh, you can find the workshop you can register for the workshops on my website or you can go in my facebook group my free facebook group and you can actually watch the replay if you like that i'll leave you the link to the dr Schumanner interview i have a youtube channel where i interview lots of ex- leading experts in the field they've got a lot of the science sciency doctory stuff and then i have other, myself and other people who have them lived experience so it's a really good balance yes and really helpful makes it all really accessible and i have instagram where i share lots of tools and tips and so i'll give you all those links and please get in touch with me i have a offer a free uh consultation call a health audit call where you can we can dive into what your unique health stressors are and uh we can
0: um we can start getting things changing for you getting you healing Getting you healing and getting you sensing more, more pleasure. Loving this, so if I, I'm gonna post all the links here in below in the description in YouTube and where this is post. And if you're listening, like just look right down. And what's your Instagram handle? Yeah, so it's
1: Aoife Mind Body. Same with YouTube, Aoife Mind Body. Um my name is Irish, so it's A O I F E but um so it it's felt kind of crazy but um yeah a mind body website ifa mind body instagram ifa mind body youtube and yeah we can connect through any of those
0: um platforms wonderful thank you so much ifa this been a a true pleasure
1: yeah it's true pleasure yes me too thank you so much for
0: having me and essentialist go follow a mind body everywhere especially on instagram And if you haven't already, go get the free guide to awaken sensuality in www.centrodepoder.com. And you will also get a heads up when the new Sensual Sessions episode is available for you on your inbox. Catch you next time. And until then, remember to take the time to sense your fire so you can share the flame.